Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We're back. Way back, 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 way back, way back, oh my back, 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 back. More hit and run Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. to noon on 670 The Score. goes Horner the pitch taken for a strike throw to second they'll never get him the ball bounces away and Nico's gonna try to go to third and he will safely with a slide he is alert he is fast he is simply an excellent base runner oh what a great call by Pat Hughes right there Pat loves base running he loves smart base running I still remember the way he really taught fans about how efficient Chris Bryant's turns were at second and third, how he maximized the distance that he could get. So when Pat sings the praises of Nico Horner as a base runner, he knows from which he speaks. Nico is seventh in all of MLB in stolen bases with 25. That, that's more than Starling Marte. It's more than Julio Rodriguez. He's only been caught three times which is nuts. The only person with more stolen bases and as few times getting caught is Corbin Carroll of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Nico's instincts are gold. Jake Berger, whose home run you heard right there on the Apple TV game from Friday, he's eighth in home runs in MLB at 25. Eighth in the whole league. It feels wrong, but then you think about it, it's like, yeah, man, he's been nailing some of these balls. He's homered three games in a row twice. Twice. He's tied with Rafael Devers and J.D. Martinez for home runs in Major League Baseball. As we all expect. He has more than Jorge Soler and Austin Riley. Jake Berger. I know. It's fun to look at the leaderboards on a Sunday morning. One more thing about the leaderboards. Shohei Otani... All right, all right, did I say Shohei? Ten more things about the leaderboards. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. All right, he's the only player with an OPS over one, and this comes in a week where he threw a complete game one-hit shutout. He also he has 39 home runs. He could hit his 40th today or tomorrow. Wait, today's the 30th, right? So we got one more day tomorrow for the deadline. So he's got two days to hit 40 in July. 
You know how rare that is to have 40 homers by the end of July? Well, Aaron Judge did it last year, okay? But that was the first time since 2001. And that, in 2001, was Barry Bonds and Luis Gonzalez. Noted PED guys, of course. Shohei uh, could join the list. It's not, it's not a lot. Here's who's on it. Barry Bonds in 2001 had 45. McGuire in 98. Sosa in 98. So both McGuire and Sosa were at 40-plus through July. Aaron Judge, Luis Gonzalez, Ken Griffey Jr. in 98. Three of them had 40 by the end of July in 1998. Jimmy Fox in 1932. Babe Ruth in 1928. Sosa again in 99, Matt Williams of the Giants in 94, Roger Maris in 1961 had 40 in July. So, yeah, people were going nuts with good reason at the time. And Reggie Jackson in 1969. That guy does not get enough love historically as a power hitter. Reggie freaking Jackson had 40 through July in 1969. A weekly look at the leaderboard and uh, where the locals are. It's 670 The Score. It's Hit and Run with me, Matt Spiegel, and you, the callers. And let's talk to, oh, man, they're coming out of the woodwork now. I love it. Irish Bill is on the score and is on Hit and Run. Irishman, where you been? What's going on, Matthew? How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm okay. I'm on the Amtrak train coming home from St. Louis. <laughs> That's phenomenal. So you uh, get... I make my annual trip to St. Louis. Uh, I have a friend who unfortunately passed away in 2016 and he worked Grand track and he always begged me to go to Cubs Cardinals. I said, John, I'm never going to St. Louis until the Cubs win the World Series. And ever since then, I've been coming down every year. Wow. Wow. So, so he... I was there Friday night. I was 20 rows behind the Cubs dugout when, when Taubman caught the ball. And last night, I was sitting in dead center field, the last row, right dead center field, and uh, I gave it to the Cardinal fans coming home. I was like, what happened to the Cardinal way? The Cardinal way was the Cardinal way was Albert Pulos and, and Chris Carpenter and all those guys. What happened to the, what happened to the Cardinal way? It's, it's, it seems to go away. But my question for you is, do the Cubs go get a bat or do they go get a pitcher? I think both. My God, Irish Bill, it's so good to hear from you. Thank you for calling. There's so much gold in that phone call, people. I, I, oh, my God. The train horn in the background. Dude, it, dude's on the train back from St. Louis. Giving Cardinals fans a hard time about a guy who hasn't pitched him in seven years. But he's right. Like, like, what happened to your Cardinal way? He's freaking right. Enjoy the moment. Before I answer the question, let me say this. A couple weeks ago, was it three weeks ago, something like that? It was when the Contreras stuff went down, where they were it's just so embarrassed. Right. And it was so obvious that they were in freaking chaos on the big league level, and stories had come out that week where they were in chaos on the minor league level, like not knowing what the hell they're doing in pitching development, stuff like that. I declared that the Cubs had passed the Cardinals as an organization, and I stand by it. I declared, I proclaimed, if you will, that the next five years I would take the Cubs record over the Cardinals record. For the next five seasons, put it all together. Now, we'll see. Just last night, John Mozalak said they're not going to trade Nolan Arenado, that they're looking forward to future success. I suspect they'll trade Jack Flaherty and Jordan Montgomery and maybe the closer, Jordan, Jordan Hicks. 
He'd look good in a Cubs uniform. Uh, how about Jordan Hicks for Jordan Wicks? Want to do that? Their names rhyme. I know. Would you do Jordan Hicks for Jordan Wicks? I might, honestly. I might. I would probably want something more back, just because I like Jordan Wicks a little bit. But that's a pretty fair trade. How about uh, Jordan Montgomery? Ooh, that's even more fun, too. That's a three Jordan trade. Yeah, we got a lot of Jordans. We'll take a few Has that ever happened? Probably not. Three guys named Jordan in the same trade? Where's Kampka? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a question we got to ask you. Just made that one up on the fly. Jordan Wicks for Jordan Hicks and Jordan Montgomery. They'll be like, well, no, we'll give you Flaherty. We'll be like, nope, we, we need a guy named Jordan. We're firm on the Jordans. <laughs> we, have, we stand firm on Jordans. And also, we need a pair of Jordans. Like uh, 97 Jordans with the red and the black. That'll get the deal done. Those are just for Dexter Fowler, though. <laughs> so, I think the Cubs need a bat and an arm. Um a lefty reliever folks i don't know this is where i have to admit to you that i'm not steeped in the left-handed reliever market you know we could talk about chasen shreve of the tigers if we want brent Suter of the rockies the former brewer has been has been mentioned you know there's we we talk about some of those people uh but who Aaron Bummer's not – we know Aaron Bummer because in town, and I was going to say him, but they said no. They said they're not going to trade Aaron Bummer. That word came out on a Nightingale tweet. Right. That Bummer and Eloy, uh, along with Cease and Robert, are, are not going to be dealt. Yeah. I know there was stuff I saw on Twitter this afternoon say, or this morning saying that even though the Sox have not – or said they won't trade him, that the Cubs are still interested. Yeah. Which, what does that mean? But. Right, well, how about Brooks Raley? Brooks Raley of the Mets. He'd be uh, interesting. Lefty, lefty pitcher. You need, a, I, I, you know, I'll have to do my research and figure Brad out. Brad Hand out in, uh, I think he's in San Diego right now. Did you say Brad Hand? Mm-hmm. He's still, uh, Brad Hand is still playing? Yeah, I think he's like 35. He's that's, had a decent season. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Brad Hand is a very interesting name because he's had flashes of excellence and big time experience. And Carter Hawkins should know him pretty well. Yes, should know him well from Cleveland days. And you don't want to call Anthony Kay's name in a high leverage moment in meaningful games. No disrespect to Anthony Kay, but you wanted to be calling Brandon Hughes's name, and that's not happening. Right. And these days they're calling Mark Leiter Jr.'s name to go get lefties. But that's really the only tool that I think they feel great about on the field in that way. So I had a texter here who says, put everybody back together. Go get Vogel back from the Mets. Jamer Candelario from the Nats. Brooks Raley, who was a Cub at one point, And Rich Hill. Ooh, I'd love to see Dick Mountain back. Rich Hill in the, uh, in, in the fifth starter spot? We'll see. I don't know. I thought the Wisniewski Smiley double actually worked pretty well. And I like it better than the Fulmer opener for Smiley. So if they have yeah. to do that again, I like Wesneski and I wouldn't rush to get him out. Like if he's rolling, give him three innings, do a piggyback, save your bullpen a little bit. Let him do three, let Smiley do four or five. Get right to Adbert if you're winning or right to somebody else if you're winning big. Um, so I, I, I don't hate that, to be honest. Peoria Matt texted in and said that every call on hit and run now needs to have train whistles. Everyone. Ooh, Jordan Walker. If they're going to include Jordan Walker 
in my Jordan for Jordan and Jordan trade, then we're going to have to include another Jordan. We'll have to find one. I don't know if the Cubs have another Jordan in the it's system. like a Jordan Levi or something, but he's like a double-A nobody. Yeah. No offense, Jordan. Oh, God. Yeah. If we get Jordan Walker, get, oh, my God. You get Jordan Walker to go with Jordan Hicks and Jordan Montgomery. That's going to cost you more than Jordan the Wicks. quad Jordan, that's what everyone wants. Uh, that every, everybody always has. That's two pairs. It's two pairs of Jordans, in fact. Tom's in River Grove on 670 The Score. Good morning, Tom. Hi. Uh, you know, talking about the Cubs needing more pop in their lineup, uh, you got uh, the Cubs in 16, average five runs a game. Right now, we're averaging like 4.91. You know, that's real close. And you've got nobody who's going to hit 30, 40 homers. But what you have is six guys who are going to be double-digit homer guys with maybe three of them in the 20s. Mm-hmm. You know, and as far as needing third base pop, you got a kid there that we don't know where to put him, train him, work with him all winter and spring training, get morale ready for third base, and you'll have your third baseman with pop. And as far as Mervis is concerned, I hope everybody hasn't given up on that kid because I'd love to see him get another shot, and he can give you pop at first base. Keep Bellinger. I mean, you don't need to go hunting for big, some big name and all that. Yeah, thank you, Tom, for the call. Good stuff, good analysis of uh, some of the numbers as well, and good, good math work out of you. Um, I don't think Morell is a third baseman. Um, I think Morell could be a second baseman if need be, but I think Morell is a DH and a fourth outfielder, super utility type, and, um, and that's a terrific – person to have on your bench the guy who's a third baseman defensively now is nick madrigal how about that right how about nick madrigal folks give it up that applause that you had for me give it up for nick madrigal adjusting to third base making a couple of great plays last night i mean everyone has seen the diving play where he just smothers the ball on the line but there was one two innings earlier we grabbed a wicked hop to his left and twirled and took his time and made a money throw? Holy hell. He also scored from first on the Talkman triple. Also had two hits himself. Nick Madrigal value. But here's the thing. They're, they're, they're playing so well right now, I was kind of bummed to see Miles Mastroboni go down. Right? Miles Mastroboni was good the last, like, what, 12, 13 games? I think it's an OBP in the high threes. I mean, there's I, – I was like, hey, look at that. But, it, I mean – let, let, let's let, tone it down, Speaks. You weren't really that bummed to see Miles Mastroboni go down. A lot of speed on the base pass, though. It was fun to see him get out there. I thought he was playing well. There was speed. There were good at bats. He had some hits. He wasn't trying to do too much. Um, and so good for him. And I'm sure he'll be back uh, as he continues the, the Iowa shuttle um, at some point. But anyway, Matt Mervis, it would have been great if Mervis worked out. But... I had a vision about Matt Mervis. I had a vision. Before I tell you the vision, listen to what he did on Friday night in AAA. That one hit well, deep right center field, and that ball is gone. Mash Mervis, 10th home run of the season for the Iowa Cubs, and that makes it 8-1. So, so far on the year with everything since he's come back, but also when he was there at the beginning, Matt Mervis has an OPS of 954 uh, with those 10 overs and 45 ribs, OBP of 423. 
Um, the book is certainly not written on Mervis, even this year. Mervis will come back. Here's the vision I had. Maybe it's in September after call-ups have happened. I don't know. But I had a vision of a big Matt Mervis pinch hit home run at Wrigley Field in a game of consequence. I saw it. This morning I was sitting there and I was looking on the shared Google Doc that we use for, for our work here at Hit and Run. I saw that Sean had pulled the home run and I realized, you know, I think that might happen. Wouldn't that be fun? 40,000 at Wrigley Place going nuts. Mervis pinch hits and delivers a bomb. So you need everybody. And it would have been great if he came uh, up to the bigs and just found the groove right away. He did not. But it could absolutely still happen. Baseball history littered with examples of that. All right. A couple of phone lines open. We've heard a lot from the Cub fans, and we will continue to do so. White Sox fans, if you want to get in, do it. Want to hear from you. Um, Do you agree with what Tracy from Cal City described as the organizational catfishing? And also, White Sox fans, let's talk about the slugger, Tim Anderson. By the way, James Fegan, now with the Sun-Times, has been covering the White Sox this weekend, will join us in the noon hour as we've got an extended hit and run up until 1245 here on 6-7. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The score. We're back with more hit and run. No way. Too high. Too high. Too high. Too high. Too high. Too high. Not too high. Too hard. First, it was really high. Who gives a It's gone. On 670, the score. Familiar spot. And there's a blast deep to left. His first of the year. A no-doubter. That has to feel really good. Well, he was saving it up for over a year, and he got every bit of that. That's about as far as Tim can hit the baseball. And I've got to be thinking it's about 410, 415 feet. I mean, he crushed it. Well, you know what? Um... He's battled some injuries that I truly believe have hampered him, you know, not only this year, last year as well. Um, he was feeling good at the beginning. He had a good WBC. He was feeling pretty good. And then he had that injury in Minnesota. You know, that affected his stride. I mean, 
you know, he'll sit here and probably tell you there's no excuses, but I can talk for him, you know, and, you know, sometimes it just throws you, throws your, just your balance off, your mechanics off, and you just don't feel it. It's Pedro Grafal talking about Tim Anderson. It's undeniably true, and now everybody has said it, and T.A. said it as well, having the legs healthy and under him. Uh, he was out there trying to just kind of slap that ball around for a while, and now he can be his normal self, which means the threat of power, even if it's just a little, the ability to turn on a ball will make everything make more sense for his approach at the plate. If they wanted to sell on Tim Anderson, they'd have lots of buyers. But maybe they'll hold on to him as a piece for what the approach will be next year, which is going to be just kind of putting it together, piecing it together, as has been the White Sox way um, most of the time before they tried the full-on teardown and rebuild, which ultimately did not work. Uh, it's funny. I asked on Twitter the same question I asked this morning uh, to you in the opening segment. Do you have it in you to be excited about the prospect hall that you're getting back? Because Rick Hahn has done very well. And someone on Twitter said, I don't really have it in me. It's like when your house burns down and you got a decent insurance settlement. Can't feel good about it. Thought that was a great analogy. I'll ask Shane Reardon. He's my analogy guy. Um, Speaking of White Sox players or former White Sox players, Joe Kelly, a triumphant return to L.A. where they love him. This trade of Kelly and Lynn was made uh, three years to the day since he struck out Carlos Correa and made the pouty face at him. Remember the Joe Kelly pouty face? They ended up painting a giant billboard of Joe Kelly's pouty face in L.A. Dodgers fans loved him for a while for that. Here's Joe Kelly against the Reds in a bases-loaded jam against Will Benson in his Dodgers return. He struck him out! Joe Kelly, it's like he never left! That's a great call by Joe Davis. So, yeah, Joe Kelly strikes out Will Benson. Meanwhile, Lucas Giolito on Friday night for the Angels against the Blue Jays. Now, Lucas Giolito must feel right at home now that he has seen Shohei Otani homer to give him a lead in his team debut. Yeah, it's been a little bit of an up-and-down year. Very disappointing year in general for the White Sox. And Lucas Giolito in his Angels debut works a 1-2-3 bottom of the first. He strikes out Brandon Belt. He strikes out George Springer, so the woes continue for Springer. There's strike three call. Lucas Giolito punches out Matt Chapman looking. As a one, two, three inning here in the bottom of the fourth. Swing and a miss. Giolito really pulled the string there as Varsho strikes out, and Giolito has his fourth tonight. Kevin Kiermeyer strikes out, ending another one, two, three inning for Lucas Giolito. He's retired eight in a row. Good job by Sean Sears going over and grabbing those highlights from Friday night. That's our friend Wayne Randazzo on the call. Um, Giolito went five and a third inning, gave up six hits, three runs, struck out five. He was taken out after 73 pitches. Um, That's really interesting to me, and I'll tell you why. I did some research on Giolito after his last start against the Twins when he was so good. And the Twins broadcasters had said, you know, he's really good the third time through the lineup. And I was like, is he? And I went and looked. Yes. 
He had, this year, an OPS against for Lucas Giolito of 680 third time through the lineup. That's better than the first two times through the lineup. And then I'm like, oh, is he one of those rare starters these days who actually gets stronger and smarter as the game goes on? And I looked up all pitchers in baseball after 76 pitches. Okay, you can sort by that on MLB.com. Pitches 76 and beyond. It's not a huge sample of pitchers who've thrown a lot, obviously. But among them, guess who has the best walks plus hits per innings pitched? The best whip of any pitcher in baseball pitched 76 and beyond. Lucas Giolito, number one. He doesn't give up base runners after pitch 76. You know why? Because before I tell you why, last year he was bad at that stat. Two years ago when he was good again, because last year he was bad at everything. Two years ago when he was good again, he was fourth in all of baseball at whip for pitches 76 and beyond. The year before that, he was eighth in all of baseball. So this is a consistent thing. You know what it is? Dude's got a big pitch mix. He's got a lot of pitches. And he's smart as all hell. And what he does is what starting pitchers used to do all the time. Change up how you attack guys after you've dealt with them once or twice. Oh, he was late on that slider. Or, oh, he really thought that change up was coming. Or, oh, whatever it is. He is smart, man. Dude loves Bob Gibson. He idolized Bob Gibson. He and his father, Rick, like went through all of... uh, 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 all of that together as they kind of grew and learned together. And Lucas is, he's, he's a badass. So I what his dad had to say earlier too. I know when you guys had him on how Lu- Lucas just posts, you know, he goes out there and he just makes his start every five days. Yes, he does. Good. Yes, he does. Just shows up. That's what you get with Lucas. Well, he said, will there be the occasional blow up every once in a while? Yeah, sure. But for the most part, you get a guy who shows up every five days. And, yeah, this is Rick Giolito with us the other day. You know, there's a lot of fans that focus on prospects and the teams, you know, obviously it's important to have prospects and develop them. Uh, but they're just that. That's what they are. They're, they're not major league players, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as far as Lucas, um, I'll talk about Lucas a little bit, you know, because obviously there's people, ah, he's not that good, blah, blah, blah. You know, oh, he's he's regressed. Oh, blah blah blah. You know, is he the best pitcher in the American League? No. Is he one of the best pitchers? Possibly. Here's what Lucas is. What Lucas is is a guy who shows up every five days. That is worth more than a guy who gets hurt constantly or can't go. And he'll give you five, six, seven innings. Yes, he'll have the occasional blow up. It's kind of in his DNA. But that's what you pay for. Players get paid for showing up, not being great and sitting on the bench and, and you know, or, and, you know, or, or you know, every injury. They, Lucas plays through plenty of pain all the time, but he shows up. And I think that's what the Angels want. They need a guy who's going to show up every five minutes. And that's what Lucas will do. Good stuff from Rick Giolito. If you're interested, um, you could grab the podcast, the whole thing. I, I thought it was really compelling. They talked about the White Sox, talked about the experience, talked about the business, mentioned James Fegan, who we will uh, talk to in the noon hour, as a matter of fact. Um, find it curious that he was taken out after 73 pitches. I just gave you the stats. Did they not know him? It's funny. I texted that research to Wayne Randazzo. 
just because I thought maybe it would be useful. I got to text him and ask why the hell they took him out after 73 pitches. It's hit and run. Matt Spiegel here with you. Talking baseball in our unique two-team town. And we go to the phone lines. Elgin Clue is on the show. Clue, great to see your name, hear your voice. Where you been? How are you? <laughs> I was going to jump on the train, but I didn't have the right schedule to get on there. So <laughs> we're going to have to do it for my man cave here. Was that amazing um, to yeah. hear Irish Bill on the train oh. back from St. Louis with the horn and talking yeah. about how he crap-talked Cardinals fans in the last row of dead center. I loved it. We uh, just rode the rails last Monday. Our daughter is uh, ending her tour at one of her restaurants and moving on to something better. And uh, so we were on the riding rails last Monday, and it's like, boy, that brought back a lot of memories. So anyway, here's my proposed proposed trade for you, Matt. We're not buyers. We're not sellers. We're just going to make a baseball trade. I'm thinking Stroman, Fulmer, and Wisdom to the Blue Jays for Matt Chapman. For and that and two double A pitchers, they're both third rounders. One's a lefty reliever named Ricky Teedman, and the other one is a young guy named Adam Klaffenstein. They're both uh, solid pitchers, and I thought if I'm giving away too much, too bad. I think um, Chapman is a Boris client, and I think if he stays and experiences regularly for the last two months of the season, he along with Bellinger would be a, a good core for us to go forward with. So I was just wondering what you thought about that. Clue, did you hear me bring up Chapman and Stroman in exactly this kind of context the other day on the afternoon show? No, but I probably had that dream. I probably fell asleep listening to you at my nap time. I love your research and your thought process. I love the trade. Uh, I'll, let's talk about it a little bit. Um, I've been fascinated with this kind of trade for the Cubs, this kind of uh, – it's not quite buying. It's not quite selling. I don't even know if there's a term for it. I'll ask you know Saris at the top of the hour. It's like a two-way trade. And there are examples historically. Jerry DePoto of the Mariners seems to do it almost every year. A couple years he did it. Remember when they traded Kendall Graveman and he was like the best closer, uh, one of the best closers in baseball, and that whole team loved him, and they were like, what the hell? What would you do? They went on to make the playoffs that year because he didn't sell on Graveman. He just he, he shuffled the mix. Um, so he did some selling, some buying. And I'll look back on that the details of that. I'll have that for the Eno talk. Or the way that Cleveland sometimes has to sell on a veteran while still going for it. So Carter Hawkins has seen that happen. Or my favorite example that came up, Nomar Garcia-Para traded from the Red Sox to the Cubs in 04. And the Red Sox fans lost their mind, but they got better defensively with Orlando Cabrera and Doug Minkiewicz and won the World Series. So this idea of free agent for free agent, Stroman for Chapman, is really intriguing to me. Send Stroman back to Toronto, who wants a starting pitcher. Get Chapman here to play third base and hit bombs, because that's what he does. He hit one off Giolito the other night. And then add more in as needed. Who did he say? He said wisdom. And somebody else. Oh, Michael Fulmer. So give him a major league reliever. That scares me a little because you you need. Well, Keegan Thompson shoved last night at AAA, didn't he? Ooh, Keegan looked good, man. I wonder what glove he was wearing. <laughs> the other guy, though, too, interesting in the Blue Jays trade, uh, Julie Merriweather, Jerry, uh, former prospect, top prospect with them. They liked him and tried to put him as their closer two years ago. Maybe they're interested in a reclamation project. Yeah, it's um, it it it, it it's. Very interesting. Um, I like the idea, Clue, a lot. And it'd be, it'd be really cool 
if they found a way. Because Strowman is a really tricky piece right now. Strowman, if he's bad the rest of the way, might opt in for next year. How about that? And How you, crazy. So you might be a little bit afraid of that on some level. Strowman, if he's traded somewhere and he's bad, could opt in for that team. So they're not that interested all of a sudden if something has gone horribly wrong. Now, I, I, I don't think something's gone horribly, like, long-term wrong. In fact, we have Joe Girardi talking about exactly what he thinks it is, don't we, from Marquee. Um, and we'll play that for you right here. You know, for Stro, it makes me wonder, you know, when, when you have an injury like he had with the blister on the finger, I know it's not really an injury, but... Did he It'll try change to how change pitch. how he threw that slider that day, and has it messed him up? Because that slider is an important pitch. He wants that that movement where it's going down and it's also going across, and it seems like there's a lot of inconsistency in it right now. He will find it. He he works too hard, and he knows himself too well not to find it, but he does need to find it to be effective. Love that from Girardi, the, the thought process that the blister made him change the way he throws the slider, and now he just doesn't have quite a feel for it, because that's what it is, and J.D. was telling us that the other day as well. You can see, sometimes he just can't locate with that thing, just can't locate at all, and you're like, woof. There was a 3-0 pitch to Tim Anderson, his last start, that was like, or excuse me, a 3-2 pitch that was way low and outside. He doesn't usually miss like that. He, he's, he's much more... Um, on on the edges, trying to throw a strike to ball pitch or that kind of thing. Exactly, you can tell with the misses where where the issues are. It's just not not getting that horizontal movement, not getting that mm-hmm. that, that drop that he had, where he was you know seventy percent ground ball rate yeah. on the sinker and slider. So we'll see what happens. Um, and so you know, in terms of Stroman, so it's interesting. What if he opts in and you don't want that? But they also you don't get a comp pick for him. Remember, so that's not. So I could see them very much still wanting to trade Marcus Stroman even as they go for it. So that's why this idea of a two-way trade, if you will, intrigues me. If you can think of other examples of that kind of trade from recent years, feel free to text them in at 312-644-6767 because I'm, uh, I'm compiling, um, if you will. Back to the phone lines we go. This is Ron on the south side on 670 The Score. Hello, Ron. Boy, I tell you, it is really tough, man. Beautiful summer day, landing in July, and you are out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as we still say, baseball's life. I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) It's not not a good feeling to be out of it, out of the picture, with the weather still gorgeous and a lot of summer left to go. It's, It's weird, man. Like, I found myself, I was watching that Sox game yesterday, and I at one point I said, why am I watching this game? Like it actually came up and, and that doesn't come up for me. You know, I'm mean, doing what I do in the business here. So, but I'm glad I watched. It was great to hear Len um, and, and, and Stoney together and, and uh, see the TA home run and everybody's reaction in there. And then they actually played some real good defense yesterday. Uh, at yeah. times you're like, where the hell's this been? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. A little too late. But, yeah, but speaking of um, Tim Madison and, and I agree with you, Rick Hans coming back. And the quote-unquote core, uh, yeah, Robert, he, they're not going to trade Eloy. You can't trade Yohan. So the, my question, though, is be Tim Anderson. Or do you think – I'm thinking they're not going to trade him because of that favorable contract. But if it was a player that they could 
trade and possibly get, it would be Tim. And then my second question at second base. Yes. Uh, what do you think is better suited for the team? I like Berger playing third, moving Moncada. I don't like I don't like those way, but I don't want to see uh, uh, Berger at, 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 at second. But those are my two things. But you you know what? It's real unfortunate when you you can accept that the season is good, but when you can kind of project and say, I don't think it's going to be any better next year because you're bringing back the same core players that have been failures. So maybe you can comment on those two things. Thanks, B. Thanks, Ron. Appreciate you. Have a great day. Um, Jake Berger's done a nice job at second base. That said, I think you're 100% right. And in the offseason, you tell Juan Moncada, you're our second baseman next year. You're paying that man $24 million next year. $24 million. And you, tell, you, you say to him that he's your second baseman. The problem is Moncada is just like, he, he just seems to be like uh, so close to injury at all times. Any play that he makes defensively, last night it was a slide as he tried to score, and there was a great relay throw uh, for Cleveland, and they got him at the plate, and he got up, and it was like, what is it now? It's the hand or the wrist. It's just like, so I don't know. Is he going to get hurt more at second base than he would at third? Whatever. You're done protecting him. Next year is the final year of the deal. I mean, to, to be honest, if he's awful next year, he's a DFA candidate at some point. That, that, that's how bad it's gotten. But, yeah, next year I would go ahead and put you on Moncada at second base and put Jake Berger at third. And I think you're right. I think T.A., We'll stay, and all of a sudden, you got a left, you got a whole infield with Vaughn. You'll see who your catcher is. Maybe it's Corey Lee. You got Eloy and Robert in the outfield, and Ben and Teddy. Yeah, you got the whole team. There you are. Just need lots and lots of pitchers, and then you could be as mediocre as this year's bunch. Boy, it's no fun being a White Sox fan right now. It's six seventy. The score. Matt Spiegel here with you. I want to know if we are seeing the best leadoff season of all time. We'll explore next. You know, Saris from The Athletic at the top of the hour on The Score. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hit and run with Matt Spiegel Sunday mornings on the Score. Ronald gets into this to center, and it's gone. Ronald Acuna makes it eight to one Atlanta. Well, Jeffy had gone ten games without a home run, so you knew he was due. I think he's still mad about being picked off. He gets a spinner again, a pitch up in the zone, one thirteen point seven off the bat, and that ball got out of here in a hurry. Line shot. He's already got three knocks here on top of the fourth. Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, might be on his way to the best season a leadoff hitter has ever had. Yesterday, Ronald Acuna Jr. stole his 50th base of the season. He has a 994 OPS, does Ronald Acuna, because he also has 24 home runs. Um, would you look up a couple of things for me, Sean Sears? Would you look up Ronald Acuna's WRC plus, his weighted runs created plus, and also please look up for me Ronald Acuna's weighted on base average, his WOBA. So those two stats. Don't give them to me yet. I just need you to have them if you would. Because the best season from a leadoff hitter ever is widely thought to be Ricky Henderson in 1990. Ricky had a 1.018 OPS as a leadoff hitter in 1990. He came to the plate as a leadoff hitter 588 times. He hit 28 homers. He walked 95 times. He only struck out 60 times. He stole 65 bases and was caught just 10 times. An outrageous, outrageous season. That year, he, by the way, he accumulated 10.2 wins above replacement. 10.2 for Ricky. That has only been eclipsed uh, by Barry Bonds, Cal Ripken, and Mike Trout. That's it. Those three seasons. Ricky also had a 28 home run, 87 stolen base season in 1986 with the Yankees. Acuna is going to go what? I mean, he'll have 30 homers at a minimum. He could very easily have 40. There's only been four 40-40 players, Canseco, A-Rod, Bonds, and Soriano. The most stolen bases that any of those guys had was 46 by A-Rod in 98. Acuna could go 40-70, 40-80. I mean, it's outrageous. No one's ever approached those kind of things. Um, so, so, look, it's a Ricky Henderson season in 90. That's probably the one, but I think maybe Acuna is going to beat it. All right, what's his uh, WRC plus for Ronald Acuna Jr. right now? It's currently 166. 166. Stupid. It's insane. And his WOBA, 422. 422. Okay, so look, for anybody that doesn't understand those numbers, WRC plus, it normalizes at 100. So anything above 100, those plus stats, 166. 166 is Ronald Acuna Jr., the best WRC plus by a leadoff hitter ever 
is Mike Trout in 2012 with a 167. Good job by Fangraphs on this research. From a couple years ago, they were checking out a Matt Carpenter season and wondering where it would be. So Mike Trout at 167, and Acuna's at 166 right now. And his weighted on base, you said, is 422. That's correct. The best weighted on base by a leadoff hitter ever is that Ricky Henderson season in 1990, 435 for Ricky Henderson. Hanley Ramirez had a 424 season as a leadoff hitter in 2007. Chuck Knobloch had a 422 in 1996. He had like three years in a row that are unbelievable. Chuck Knobloch. But the best weighted on base on this list for a leadoff hitter ever, it's Trout. It's another Hanley Ramirez season, a Darren Erstad season, Pete Rose, Kenny Lofton, Alfonso Soriano, Craig Biggio, Shinsu Chu. Like, there's some fun names on these lists. Matt Carpenter in 2013, Jose Reyes. These are on the WRC Plus ones. Uh, Curtis Granderson, when he had all those homers that year at a leadoff spot. So, some, uh, some incredible company for Ronald Acuna Jr. Here's a really cool stat from Acuna here. From last year to this year, his strikeout rate was at 23.6 last year. He's dropped it down to 11.9%. Wow, He's actually walking 2% more now, too, from 9.9 to 11.5. Yeah. Crazy how efficient he is, on top of which he's stolen 50 bags. 50 bags. 50! No, nobody else has, has stolen, I think, more than 43 Estery Ruiz in Oakland. After that, it's Corbin Carroll at 32. And you go down to uh, our guy Nico Horner at number 7 with 25. But 50's a lot. Paul is in Valpo and has been patient. Paul, thank you for holding. How are you? <laughs> Hey, good morning, Matt. No problem. Uh, yeah, you know, and my original point was on Jan Gomes, uh, and you know, I, a lot of uh, hand wringing on letting Wilson Contreras go. But then uh, I had a caller earlier who brought up a point about kind of comparing the Cubs. I know his, his cute catfishing uh, tagline, but comparing the Cubs organization to the White Sox organization, I think that's just a terrible take. I mean, you look at Contreras is gone. How good Gomes and Amaya have played. You look at. I, I know you would disagree with me on this, and I know he pitched well last night. Uh, Darvish has got a four ERA since he's been gone. All the trades they made when they sold away, none of them have come back to hurt him, really. None of those guys have really done a ton, and they saved themselves a ton of money. They have boatloads of prospects because of that. So, I mean, I think they've also added on. They're not going to get rid of Bellinger. You can trade Stroman. It's not because they don't want to pay Stroman. I just don't think he's going to be that good moving forward. I think the Cubs organization is in a totally different spot. Thanks for the call, Paul. Um, I, I, I don't think they want to pay Stroman what he's going to get, because if you're going to pay uh, an ace that kind of money, I think you want swing and miss stuff. And I think that's what they dream of, and they want to try and find it. So I think the profile is different. I think you're largely correct on all those trades, which is crazy. Like, you're gla- even, if, even if Alexander Canario uh, and Caleb Killian don't work out, you got what you could for Bryant, who's been kind of a disaster in Colorado. It's been sad to watch. Um, for Javier Baez, you got Pete Crow Armstrong, who's absolutely on fire still and will get to AAA at some point this year and could be a Wrigley player by next year. Hell, he could be a September call-up still. Conceivable. I want a cup of coffee for him this year. I know you do. Um, Owen Casey has a shot to be something out of the Darvish deal. The Darvish one was hard, man. I, that It's a hard one to swallow. It still is. It was 
they took a lot of money off the books, and that signaled kind of where where they were going to have to go or where they had decided to go, and then the team proved it to them. The one guy of all that batch that I still feel like should be here, but he didn't want to, is Rizzo. I mean, Rizzo should have been a Cub for another five, seven years. Really should have. If they could have found a way. The offer that they made to him was actually very, very reasonable. And he has since found out that the market out there for him is not what he thought it would be. Um, So, you know, and they're still, they'd love to have power. And left-handed power at first base with a guy who plays defense like that would have been most welcome on this team right now. We will uh, step away and come back. Bonus hit and run until 1245 today because the Cubs and Cardinals play at 115. Eno Saris, one of my favorite guys to talk baseball with from The Athletic. He loves the analytics but talks to the humans a lot. He's great. We'll do Eno next, Chris Kampka next hour as well. Thanks for carrying me, callers, on these first couple hours of hit and run. Been great fun. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.